1: absolutely killing it. They're looking like they will. I don't want to jinx them. I'm a Kings fan. Yeah, Uh, looks like they might go back to back. Uh, You were saying they're definitely going back to back. I did. I shouldn't have. Uh, Now, joining us now is former Sydney Kings point guard and Ring of Honour inductee. It's Brad Rosen. Are you there, Brad?
0: I am. Thank you for having me. And don't go back to back. You can't do that to us. That puts way too much pressure.
1: I know. I've been saying it for weeks on here. Um, <laughs> it's
0: bloody silly. Brad,
1: hey, first of all, congrats on being inducted. Must be a massive special honour for you.
0: Oh, it is. Um, you know, I've been part of this club. I was a floor wiper back in probably 1985. Oh, wow. Like wow. In Sydney. And, um, you know, I, I, I wiped the, the floors for what was then my, my absolute heroes. They then moved into the entertainment centre. And I thought to myself one day, I'd just love to play one game. And, then I got the call up and I replaced the uh, the the great Phil Smythe. I don't know if there's some old people. The there, general Phil Smith. Hey. The general. There it is, and <laughs> and I got the call up, and Bobby Turner comes in and says, "Rider, you got the call up because Phil got injured." And then I played my first game and. I mean, just a a quick little story, I'm running out and and we're playing against Melbourne Tigers and Bob says, you're on, Brad, you're on. And I looked next to me because I was hoping there was another Brad, that it wasn't me. But it was, it was me. And uh, so I ran on the court, you know, the crowd cheers and stuff and the greatest player ever, Andrew Gaze, comes up and says, all the best mate, I hope you go well. So it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so it, that gave me goosebumps. By the way, we lost by 50. But yeah, it was real fun, so thanks for that. So, um, but then, look, I was lucky enough to, to play captain in my last year and then be an assistant coach for a couple of years. I've been part of the Kings. It's family. It's just such a huge honour to be part of it. And I cannot I, – I'm, I'm, I'm never speechless, as you can probably hear me, but that one got me.
1: Brad, I – I have to thank you for many years in the 90s. I was one of those shouting children in the crowd, shouting defense. Mad swish head. <laughs> oh, I was a mad swish head.
0: I heard you. That I was heard, me. Was I that bad, really? Was <laughs> yeah, I, I that bad? Well, you, not you needed
1: to get lower in your stance, Brad. And I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would call that. Hands up, hands <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. Um, Thanks, Bobby Turner. I appreciate <laughs> it.
2: Mate. Well done,
1: yeah. <laughs> Mate, some of the guys you got to play with, are absolute Australian basketball superstars, the likes of Shane Heal, yeah. uh, Matthew Nielsen, um, the list goes on.
0: yeah, um,
1: absolutely. It's yeah Isaac Burton um, mate it was it was amazing to come and watch. and I have to say, as a person that's been going to the Kings since then, the atmosphere now is what it was like back then in the 90s.
0: Yeah, look, it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, that last that first year that I played was actually Damian Keogh, uh, you know, Dean Utoff, Greg Hubbard, and then I grew up and played in the next little, which was Shane Heal and yeah. then one of my best mates, Bruce Bolden. You know, all of these players that I got to play with great mates and I loved it. The atmosphere was unbelievable. What it is now is is second and none. I mean, the Kings passed for the first time ever, four times in a row with 11,000 plus people. And this week, there's talk of 14 going to be there. Yeah, wow. so, the, so the the NBL is just going through the roof. And and to think that, you know, I, I was a part of the Kings and what's going on here, it's just second to none. It's amazing.
3: Of, of all those blokes, I know you don't want to pick, uh, you, who was your favourite teammate? Who, who's the one bloke you go, I can't believe I got to play with that bloke?
0: to pick one. Um, yeah, you don't You don't want to pick one. Look, my probably closest teammate would be Bruce Bolden. Uh, that's who I got along really well with, and we were great mates. Uh, you know, Matty Nielsen, we were, we were fantastic in the later years. Um, there was guys like Darren Smith, uh, Scott McGregor, so so many guys that, you know, Aaron Trehear, Shane was a great mate, and um, Dean Utoff. Like, I couldn't put it down to one, so many, but probably the closest friend who I've made out of that basketball team would be Bruce Bolden.
1: Now, we all remember the old Kingdome and just Mm. just how awesome it was. Now, at one point, the fans actually created a Brad Rosen stand. Was that pretty cool to have a stand named after you? Oh,
0: it was unbelievable to watch my mum sit in there with this. No, I'm joking. She wasn't the one. No, no, no. It wasn't. It was my mum's friend. No, um, no, look, it was just one of those. It was one of those things where, you know, one time I get there and there's this stand and it's Brad Rose and someone says, look up there. And it's like, oh, my God, what is that? You know, and i would never met the people in the stand. And then it started to feel and everything. And, you know, here's a a five foot eleven white guy that just wanted to play one game. And now I've got a stand at the stadium, you know, named after me. It was it was surreal. Um, You know, I was never, ever the greatest player. I played a role in that team. and, And to have that happen was was pretty special.
3: Yeah, but th- that is – it's a team game. That's that's the point of it. Sometimes – is that something that's changed a lot in basketball? We look at the the NBA now and it's it's a lot about the big personalities, the big players. Like, you know, it's it's almost like if any given uh, franchise can get th- three blokes who are good mates to come from, you know, come from, uh, you know, any, wherever they're playing to come play for them, then they're a chance at winning a title. Is, is that something that's changed from when you were playing back when it was Team yeah. Kings?
0: Yeah, I think it has. I mean, if you talk NBA, like back in the day, it was about, you know, massive big men that tried to belt the crap out of Michael Jordan and not let him play, right? That's what it is. Now it's all about rabbits running up and down the court. And that's very similar to what it is in the NBL now. You don't see those big centres like it used to be when we used to play. The Dean Utoffs, the Mark Bradkeys, the James Crawfords, the Bruce Boldens. Now it's like, you know, uh, all these players that are running up and down the court. Look at Xavier Cooks. He's a four man in this league. That would have been... A small three back in the day, but he's so good at what he does. So, it it has changed so much over the years. But it's 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 unbelievable how how the games changed. And I think Steph Curry's got a lot to do with that as well, because everyone just wants to shoot threes now. You know, there isn't a player that can't shoot a three. So fun to watch. But like you say in the NBA, you know, to have players score 70 points. Yeah, there's not a lot of defense being played. It was back then. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> well, that's why the Aussies are doing so well over there because they're showing up and people are like, what's this thing you're doing? And like Yeah, Dyson exactly. Yeah. Going, it's called we,
0: thought, we thought defense was the thing that, you know, you opened up to get to your front door. Yeah. What's, what's, you know, what's this?
1: Now, while we are talking about Aussies in the NBA, obviously there are some scouts in Sydney at the moment to check out a few players. Xavier Cooks being one of them, Um, there are so many pathways now for Aussie kids Mm. to make it to the NBA. Uh, So Mm. two-part question, how many Aussie players will be playing there in, say, the next 10 years? And second, do you reckon if you were playing now, you would have made it to the NBA?
0: As a manager, I might have got there as an NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but look, anything is possible. I feel back in the day, I mean, you had Andrew Gaze and Shane Hill who were legends of our league and they struggled in that league. And I don't mean that in a bad way. That's what I'm saying, how different it was now. Those guys probably would have had a 15 career, maybe 15 year career now. It's just so different. A Shane Hill who can shoot the ball, Drewie who can shoot the ball. It's so different because back then it was so big. So, so I do feel the opportunity now is so much better than what it was. So that was sort of the answer to the second question. The answer to the first question, I honestly have no idea except to say heaps. There will be kids coming out with what Australian basketball has done with having the AIS. And they've got, uh, you know, a building facility down there in the NBA Global Academy. There's all these kids coming through. We've got a great young kid, Tyrese Proctor, actually know the family very well. He's playing at Duke at the moment. Now, he's a starting point guard at Duke. You don't get that by just not being a good player. He's come through the Australian schooling system. And that's where I'm saying there's just so much going on down here. And those players paved the way for this new group to come through.
3: That uh, Yeah, that sounds like pro- big promising things for Australian basketball. But let's talk the current Kings team. You were part of uh, some great Kings teams. How do the uh, the current Kings stack up to your era?
0: Oh, really good. I mean, I, you know, first off, you've got to give credit to the coaching staff, to the ownership group, to everyone, because – To be able to win a championship is hard. To be able to lose three of your gun players and then back it up to I don't want to say they're a better team. They're a different and could arguably be better. But what they've been able to put together this year is is unbelievable. And Xavier Cooks has gone through the roof. This is without a doubt one of the better teams I've seen, but very different. I'm not one to go, this is better than that era. This is better than that. But I do feel that what the club has done is great. Xavier Cooks, in my opinion, will be MVP of the league. One could argue he might also be best defensive player in the league. There's not a lot of talk about Chase Buford being coach of the year, but one would argue, why not? He was, you know, to take a team to first and then to get them there again is really difficult. So to me, it's the Kings to lose. They've been brilliant. I can't see them losing the game. The only team that can beat the Kings is themselves if they don't perform. Uh,
1: Now, you're a member of the NBL broadcast team, Brad, uh, which, I mean, you sound very media savvy. You're very good on the radio Mm. here now with us. Uh, Another colleague of ours, Joe Healy, works with you. Is it a lot of fun working on those broadcasts?
0: it's great and i work with joe a lot um, at the at sydney when we went doing that yeah she's fantastic look it's it's fantastic to be able to you know um finish your career i uh, went into some coaching and then the number one thing is you always want to be around the program you always want to be part of it and i'm a kings man you know so to be a part of that and then to get asked to do the commentary and do the kings games it's it's just phenomenal and when paul smith the owner of the kings obviously who has done an outstanding job called me yesterday and he said Brad we we love all ex-players but to see a guy that's been around and do what they do there's not a guy more worthy of this award and and i said to him you know there's times when i'm speechless uh sorry I, i never have no words to say but what he said just put a lump in my throat and to be able to get that from ownership groups and stuff it's it's amazing and it's so much fun to be involved.
3: So you are uh, you're officially being inducted into the Ring of Honour uh, on Sunday at the game. Um, it, do you know much about what the how that ceremony is going to look? Obviously, it's the Kings. It's going to be there's going to be a bit of showmanship involved.
0: Everything is the Kings because you know it's a show that's what that's what the Sydney Kings are we are the leaders of the whole uh, whole of Australia when you talk of it that way. Look I have been told there will be a lot of ex-players there because that's what this is called, the British Round so they do a lot for the old players and at half time there'll be an introduction and the players will come on and then myself and I will be taking my family out, my kids are very excited and then there's a little uh, Paul Smith and, and Ben Knight who won it last year will, will award me with something I have to be honest I don't know what that is, all I got told is you will be awarded and then and, um, and then, you know, get to sort of wave to the crowd, I guess, and say thank you and and be blessed that I've been put in that position.
1: Brad, I, Brad I, uh, I'm i going to say 10 days ago went to a Sydney Kings game. I went to the South East Melbourne Phoenix game, and I sat next to a mate of mine who came along with me who had never actually watched basketball in his life, hadn't watched a game on TV. He's a big soccer football fan, guy called Fabiano Rocca. You know him, Brooksy. And he sat next to me, and at first he was so cynical, and by the end he just was so in love with it wanted to come back the next week because the whole thing as you said is a show it's yes most of the time he enjoyed what was happening between the quarters but that I mean that doesn't matter it's it is a show from go to woe and do you think that's why when you sit there and you look it is kids it's like seven-year-olds to 16-year-olds that are just having the absolute time of their life
0: Oh, couldn't couldn't agree more and you know like 15 years ago or maybe sorry about 10 years ago this league was on its knees and then you know, some new ownership groups, Larry Kesselman took over and then the King's owners came in and it was like, right, we need to change this. They were getting three or 4,000 people to games. Now they're getting, you know, 11 plus, which will now be probably four weeks in a row, 13 to 14,000 coming. Everyone that goes there is just like, this is just awesome. I've got to keep going back. And you ask some people when they leave, did they win or lose? Yeah, I think they won, but I don't know. It was really good. Like we really (laughs) enjoyed it. And it's just so much fun. The atmosphere, the crowd, the noise, it's... It's it's one of those venues that you just want to be in and be involved.
1: It's a show. It's I mean it's a game but it's also it's definitely a oh, show. Oh, it it's
0: a show, you know. I mean really it's like the Lakers, isn't it? It is. Lakers is, is yeah. showtime and the Sydney Kings is showtime when you think of it that way. I don't want to put it, you know, in programs like that, but what the Kings put on and I am lucky enough to travel around Australia with my commentary, I'll tell you what Kings do and, you know, Julie O'Brien, a good mate of mine, he does a lot of marketing and media stuff with the Kings and, you know, they put on a show and they do not miss a beat. Like, okay, this is what's going on in this minute. This is what's going on in this minute. And you can see that by the way the crowds are pouring back in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we will be watching this Sunday 4pm when the Kings take on the Breakers and you officially are inducted into the Ring of Honour. It's going to be a great atmosphere out there. Uh, They're expecting 14,000 plus. How many are your family members, Brad? Out of that Uh, 14,000.
1: (laughs)
0: 13,948, mate. Fantastic.
3: Do you reckon they'll bring the sign along and make the Brad Rosen stand again?
0: (laughs) No, I reckon the sign will say who voted for Brad Rosen. It wasn't me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, mate, congratulations. Uh, Like I said, uh, we we will be watching. And uh, good luck to you on Sunday and good luck to the Kings on Sunday. Uh, And thanks for joining us on the Summer Run Home.
0: Oh, absolutely fantastic. Remember, go those Kings. We love them.
1: Kings.
0: Everybody, thanks, <laughs> thanks,
1: Brad. Um, it is awesome. I, yes. I know that you are caught up in your hockey.
3: Yeah, and mate. It's it's the second best sport at Olympic <laughs> Park. Uh, I've often said that. Um, and uh, you know, if you if you are at Olympic Park and you're like, oh, there's no hockey being played out here, wander over to Kudos. Go in, uh, you can get tickets at Ticketek and uh, get involved because it is, like you said, I've been to a few games with the kids and even when the kids were real little and they didn't really, they, they didn't understand the game per se, but there's that much going on. They're just excited um, to be there and it's it's a it's a fun day. Well, it's actually Tahir and Rob Shahady. Yes, <laughs> to comedians that we know that right. now do
1: the court announcing. So mm. it's lots of jokes, lots of fun, getting people up dancing. you got your kiss cam. you got your Simba cam. I know it sounds like we're selling it. We're not getting yeah. any kickback from the Kings. Can we get kickback from the Kings? We will after this great chat. We, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get nothing to do on <laughs> the the Sunday no, after, know, I'd love to be <laughs> no, here. I'd love
1: to sit courtside. Court is yeah. on. Brad, if you're still listening.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sorry. One of the things from the chat is he was absolutely right. The league was on its knees until Larry Kesselman came in. And I they think were. They were on their knees, which is a dumb way to play basketball. They said, let, let the guys
3: stand up. I reckon it'll be a better and game. And then what? And then yeah. the crowds came back yes. in. Makes perfect
2: sense. <laughs> yeah, and A-League <laughs> and Big Bash clubs would be, like, absolutely stoked with Wildcats and Kings numbers, what they're getting yeah. through the turnstiles. NRL teams. NRL, NRL teams would be happy that. plus. That's the crazy thing. Like, the mm. Wildcats and the Kings are just And even the uh, Melbourne United, they open the roof up there. They play those outdoor games. Yeah, it's great. It is. Like you said, it's entertainment. as just as much as sport. And that's what you need to do to survive. He understands it. that's where all their money comes from. They get zero from the broad, or not zero verbatim, but very little from their broadcast deal compared to all the other professional sports in Australia. So the game day experience is so important. They nail it. That's why people keep going back. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, mate, they were at Kudos Banking Arena. Still not sure what Kudos Bank is. Did we work it out? What was yeah, Kudos? it's
2: for the uh, Qantas stuff. Yeah,
1: great. That's, Kudos that's Bank. It, they were up to the roof. which With Qantas stuff. Well, yeah. unless it is an Elton John concert, you know, where you know mm. maybe Molly might drop trowel. Yeah. It's pretty rare that it's going to be full to the rafters like that. Say, so go, Kings. Yes. And, uh, Can we just talk basketball all afternoon? I know that Michael Clark, Carl Stefanovic thing was interesting, but this is fantastic.
3: Talking it, we should have asked him.